Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. We have a 5D mystic story, a spirituality awakened person with clairs that is grounded in their human body, with a person who may or may not have began life with heartbreak, but at this point in our story, there's good enough trauma-informed people that have made clear what that would be. And so person who is a 5D mystic with Claire's is going to be able to say, hmm, I see with my mind's eye the opportunity to become the depths of all of me. And our story begins because of being able to meet that very securely attached, emotionally speaking, and mentally and physically embodied experience. So <clears throat> a person who does not deny their wholeness and can see clearly that they are a wounded warrior because they got given the life of a person who had childhood neglect and abuse involved. They have enough dance and rhythm and music and sound and clairs to be aware of their not being the good and evil dance of the ancients. And that's because of having the courage to step into the storm, the perfect storm. So when you're a diamond in the rough, which is what a person who's a guru is what I'm going to call them of themselves, is Zen master, okay, a person that's a 5D mystic with clairs, and in this case, it's a protector who's also a nurturer, okay, and that's where they're both masculine and feminine, we all have that, but the inclination to be the protector with the nurturer is why there's a different journey of how the expansion of their consciousness takes place. The feeling of defectiveness and shame is one that a awakened guru of themselves will know as a falsity. And so like the story of Sharmin, that one uh, chakra card, the, the open heart, loving with an open heart. Okay, so a three-year-old who stays awakened to their self is a person who stays a dreamer. What they can learn to do is to become a doer. That's their masculine part that was, though, given the rupture. So the dream of a feminine sits and stays, and by being able to meet a nurturer and protector, there's the ability to encounter the counterpart of what they are knowing. They have part of something, but not the other. Okay. Long story short, if I see a securely attached person, they will be consistent, contingent communication. A functional adult brings to me unconditional love, brings to you, brings to all. These are the Zen masters walking around. There are some mystics and some are not, but they're all one thing, Christ consciousness, 5D. They know there's no devil, demon, evil, energy vampires. There's no dark auras. They don't talk about people and our oversoul, twin flames, soulmates as dehumanized and objectified pieces of something, okay? So, 
A person who understands the good trauma information and attachment information is a person who's awakened to my masculine and feminine are here and whole. However, my self-doubt and my regrets come from the household and how I was held and comes with the continuation of my peer group treating me like charmen or chartreuse or whatever the word of the, the lady is and that would be where I get ridiculed made fun of and yet I'm also sought at the same time I get sought and I get to have fun with the lovely groups but they don't actually provide me with the opportunity to expand in fact every time I'm trying to fly they have a way of ripping those wings that have not even taken off yet because I already don't have it in me to weather the, the storm because of fear a person who can recognize that they have insecurity like a person will not sit on it and say I not insecure <laughs> no they'll be like yeah I have fear of failure I, I actually feel like a failure this is why there are masculines that have relationships with their feminine they don't deny their three-year-old heart okay so I know that I feel like a failure I don't feel like I'm successful I'm afraid of rejection actually it triggers the fuck out of me and it's because yeah I didn't have a very great childhood and I know this and also I don't have people around me that actually are supporting me they 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 feel like people around me they don't support me okay so a person who is a diamond in the rough we all are that but I'm talking right now of mystic person who knows it's true we're all diamonds in the rough every human being on the face of this planet planet is a diamond in the rough their three-year-old is just waiting for them to uncover them but there's also zero one-year-old okay so that being said with enough space and time every human being's embodied brain once it meets secure attachment and knows of unconditional love will recognize the difference of what it means to be treated with dignity as an inner child who has an adult with you and so that inner child that is still there and dreaming a dream a fairy tale and love can come true and everything that i've ever wanted i can manifest because i do manifest i just noticed though that i manifest things and then i'm not able to follow through with them oh wait a minute okay i'm not following through because that's what it's called to be a person who has an attachment wound a rupture a fear of abandonment a fear of rejection a fear of unworthiness all stems from my crappy childhood and so with my logical masculine part of the brain i can handle my emotional right side of the brain and say hey we are going to take that lovely leap of faith and to step into the perfect storm and to have the courage to go and venture off into the distance of somewhere in the mind but also in the heart and begin to live a life from within that says i accept me and i accept my community and i accept me with worthiness though and i will laugh inside and out when my community shows any type of sign of basically disrespect because i will have proof 
of what I've been feeling about myself, which is that I am a diamond in the rough, thanks to people that are securely attached and that have healthy self-worth and that are intelligent intellectually and spiritually. They have met people who are 5D mystics. Some people in these years have met people who are 5D mystics. Those are the people I am speaking to. And as for those who are 4D mystics, they are doing their stuff with the ancients, and there you go. So when 5D mystics come across any of those readers who are not actually supporting you, it will be very annoying to hear because they speak of loved ones in very um, unnecessary ways. So back to our story. When you have a quote-unquote me talks, <laughs> repairing the body, mind, and heart, meaning to realize what I was just saying, that you are worthy in and out. And that's thanks to recognizing that you've always been spot on about you being a diamond in the rough and humanity being diamonds in the rough because we all have what is called a three-year-old heart. The ones who have healed with good trauma therapists are here, and then there's the ones who have not needed therapy because we have emotional maturity thanks to our securely attached body. Handling emotional regulation building skills, always very beautiful, and it's thanks to our lovely oversoul. And so with that being said, your ability to have completely done a 360 is because of the proof of others who are diamonds in the rough and they speak to people who are non-disciples. So people who think they're diamonds in the rough, they don't feel that they are diamonds in the rough. So their shame defectiveness leads them, which is why envy, jealousy, revenge, and spite, and human suffering love narrative leads them. They try to hide behind mechanisms. In fact, the minute they hear anything about people that they want to have in their life, and so what does that mean? There are those who have insecure zero one-year-olds and broken-hearted three-year-olds. So inside of their body, when they see people who are happy, and this has been shared with me by 4D mystics, they actually get upset. When they see people smiling, if they are couples, if they are groups in their body, they feel very, very angry, very heartbroken with anger, and at the same time, spite. In fact, they will look to get underneath the skin of those groups and those people the minute that that is happening. It's called structural dissociation, FYI. And so this is what happens when someone in a community, in a group, feels that they're being put to the side by their bestie, let's say, okay? So they want that bestie to be there or they want that person to choose them and they have not resolved their attachment wounds because they chose and choose not to go to good therapy and to do the, the journey of learning about psychoeducation and structural dissociation and saying, okay, I can get out of the human suffering narrative because that's my temporal junction. They say, no, I can't. No, no, I'm going to keep on wanting to do spiteful things and I will do spiteful things and I will allow myself to then feel guilty about it and ashamed and then I'll do it all over again. It's called shame cycle, by the way. Rumination, shame cycle, inner critic, outer critic. Some people actually integrate fucking and drinking along that plus drugging. And yes, it sounds like a movie, right? Then that's where you got people who compulsive. It's not the substance. It's their compulsiveness. 
Some people, they are random users and they quit. The cocaine stuff, I know people, I didn't appreciate being told it, but then again, they weren't doing it with me there. So I'm like, okay, don't bring it near me, please. But uh, don't, you know, let's, let's try and just because one, it's illegal, two, it's dangerous, three, it makes me very uncomfortable. And aren't you happy without using this stuff, by the way? I mean, do you need shit like this? So people who know about enjoying life from their ventral vagal state, they don't find it appealing because we don't need to be given a way to feel chemistry that gets our body to feel alive. So, I mean, again, no judgment intended. I have people who tell me that they have enjoyed their years of doing stuff, and I'm thinking... Okay, I know I smoked cigarettes, so I, I can't speak and I drink alcohol. So I don't do, drink a lot, but I know that I don't do good to my body when I do it. So I would be a hypocrite to speak of you in such a way of, oh, how dare you? But my wondering is, no, I don't wonder, actually. I understand that some people don't know how to navigate their ventral vagal nervous system. And so they're not yet able to be in equanimity and with their love hormone on, so they don't know the beautiful sweetness of the body in your ventral vagal state. And they don't know it because they don't get the good psych educator and therapy years to discontinue, unfortunately, what began their own years of wasted and ill inner and outer life style because the misalignment and the ruptures are from unresolved trauma from parents and their parents and so on and so forth. So it's a lot of sad, sad stuff that can be healed. It's not the devil. It's not temptation. No, no, it's, it's not the stories of the ancients. It's actual trauma and information that all the experts can share, the good trauma experts. They're not stuck. No, there's not one gene that keeps you stuck. No, no. But, you know, they do have to, the therapist, negotiate with people to get them to stay in therapy because it's very painful when trauma memory comes up. It's very painful and self-loathing and all this other. Okay, so let's just be compassionate. Remember, right now our story is not as uh, dramatic because we have an awakened person <clears throat> to their self, to their three-year-old and to their health. And they have recognized and, and, and see that the people who have envy, jealousy, and spite, they're going to try and flock to the people that they want to keep because they want to try and make sure they stay more special to them than others do. And this is exactly the type of behavior that a person who did not have the ability to be around secure attachment, healthy self-worth people, they will notice it. 4D readers talk about it as an energy that stands out from the crowd and that is protected and they will continue using words like that because they believe in the source and universe as an entity such as God. They just use a different word. The 5D mystic will know it's, it's not that. We do have the space in between us with energy. So we are part of Akash. I like to call it Akash because when I'm channeling and doing Akashic record readings, it's amazing. It's truly something just so beautiful. And when people use it to move into expanded consciousness, it's even more beautiful because they make use of it. So for personal development and people who are serious, it's because they have whole three-year-old hearts and they're ready to harness their emotional plane since they can have a window of welcome because their nervous system is in their hands. So they don't say, they made me do it. <laughs> I want to be envious and jealous. I think it's right. Uh, no, it's... <laughs> 
Some people say, I have a way of looking at envy as something that motivates me, and you can tell that they've thought about it, it motivates them. They use it in a productive way. So when it adds to your life, it's productive. Plus envy, jealousy, spite, they're not to be seen with shame because they are part of your actual ancestry, my ancestry. It's a way that low self-esteem gets people to remember, wait, are you valuable for the herd? And since we're in 2023, you can get out of that reactiveness and be like, dude, I don't need a herd. I just need a job to make ends meet and I can move somewhere or something like that. I don't need to even stay where I'm at. I'll just go find somewhere that I need little money and I can dare. And obviously you don't want to do life by yourself. But what I'm saying is you can make it work. You can make it work. We can make it work. There's a song. Um, long story short. So when a diamond in a rough knows they're a diamond in a rough and they are actually messing around because they say, oh yeah, I'm a diamond in the rough, but they don't believe it, but then they believe it, but then they don't, but then they do. And then they see that somebody else says, yeah, you are a diamond in a rough. You're an awesome one. You're beautiful, beautiful and pretty and beautiful. Okay. And that a person means it and people mean it. That's the, that's the moment. That's the moment when people notice the difference. It's very important for those who are individuals to see that they are divine not because of divinity though it's because we all are unique in who we are and nobody can be you and this is something that i would say a smart person knows and this is what the person who's awakened to their whole three-year-old heart will know so at first they might think of these experiences with secure attachment individuals as odd they might even question them as not true and they might even feel that there's mockery going on but because time is what shows with all of the actions that people take time speaks louder than any one of those words because your actions are consistent when you are a securely attached person, it means you're not lying. And when you're a person who unconsciously loves, it's because you have no envy, jealousy, spite. So no one can actually do something that will have you be reactive because you have no triggers. The adaptive child has emotional triggers because they're not a securely attached person yet. Because there's your one-year-old needs to be seen by their crowd and needs a thumbs up. And if they get a thumbs down, that's heartbreaking they get a thumbs up they are still needing the crowd to continue so their three-year-old can feel accomplished so they need reassurance again and again and again that's a person who does not see that they're a diamond in the rough all by themselves they need a group and they will consistently grow with that group i'm not talking about that if you're a guru of yourself you're not looking for a group to bow down to or to praise you you're actually with the awareness of healthy self-worth so you have a true relationship, as I said, with your feminine, within your own masculine. And once you see what a true feminine looks like, you're like, okay, yeah, I already knew that one. Okay, and that's what a true masculine looks like. Okay, I know what parts I'm missing because I know exactly where I speak a lot, but I don't do anything. So I'm dreaming a big dream, but I'm sitting here and I'm not doing the dream that I want to do, which means I don't have the courage to step into life but wait a minute that's right i didn't get shown courage by the masculine and masculines that lead me or the feminines i got shown that you know there's a bunch of different things and and, and loopholes and, and 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 jumps and and stuff that 
uh, have nothing to do with being an actual masculine because I'm seeing one in the making or no, it's one in the already doingness of it. When you see secure attachment, masculine, feminine, it's a human being. They may be woman, they may be male, they may be, they, they, they will be an enlightenment soul age person, a Zen master, and they will appreciate every bit of inch of you, how you are, and you will know that you are a person of worth because that's exactly what every human being is to a Zen master. To a person who's a guru of themselves and basically just an integrated brain, a restorative embodied self, it's our humanity. So there's plenty of academics. They're not anywhere near spirituality lingo, and yet they are enlightened and they are enlightening with their educational material. Okay, that's why these people who are here today as people who have finally seen their own worth can do this is because of the good free information that is online. They've come across it as well as come across good mystics that talk to them about, nope, there's no devil or demon. Please disengage from this story. That's called spiritual bypass. Here, come on over here. We'll educate you. If you're curious, talk to you about the nervous system and trauma and everything that can help you to get out of your shame cycle. You don't have to be with teenagers anymore. Uh, you can be with healthy self-worth people. But if you like name calling more than learning how to be yourself as a grown-up, well, go go for it. I know people are addicted to, no, their, their pseudo-aliveness is what leads them until they say, no, I want full aliveness. And the trauma experts, as well as the spirituality experts, like Sadhguru, are sharing there's a way out of the pseudo-aliveness and into full aliveness, and I'm going to go down that path. Okay. So having sure that, again, when uh, expansion occurs, it's because of seeing I can dream and do. And if I dream and do, it's going to be even more awesome. And it's because of being able to move away from having the crowd dictate with their lists of what a man or a woman or they should look like. So when you're an independent guru of yourself it's not because of yoga or not yoga it's not because of spirituality or not spirituality remember that the culty cults traditional cults and ethical cults are only for people who have low self-esteem i will repeat that low self-esteem because if you have esteem of self then you don't need to look to a crowd and yes there's plenty of people out there that are telling you that it's your mammalian heritage neuroscience people i got plenty that share with me how you can move out of that and into a zero one-year-old who you can see for yourself now it's a journey not everybody gets to no they don't want to that's the difference some people they get to be with the one and therefore they're done growing on their own they get the one and they have somebody who soothes their nervous system when they're in distress so they don't need to do it by themselves and they don't, why would they have to? So here's where when a person finds the person who allows you to feel supported, so the safe haven person and the secure base person, of course, you're going to stick to the one, which is why there's other soul age groups. So we have the relationship and societal soul age group and they are busy continuing to expand and evolve their self their emotional building regulation skills through their interactions. So they can continue with their group because the person who doesn't become independent emotionally and mentally, so your own safe haven, your own secure base, here's our solo polyamory people or solo monoamory, 
And it's not solo because you're on your own. No. And this is from the PolySecure book, even though she doesn't mention solo Moni. I'm adding that because I'm pretty sure there's plenty of mono-secure people out there who are pretty good. They understand secure attachment and they are ready for a good, safe, haven, secure-based relationship. It means a person who's smart, stable, mature, adaptive, rational, teachable. It's a person who knows how to use their mouth, how to use their head, how to allow heart to always be there and not call a mystic woo-woo, for example, or guru woo-woo, or say yoga brings the devil or demons or crystals or, or bullshit or any of that. So a smart person knows how to be respectful. Did I forget to mention that? An adult, excuse me, adult, adult. The adaptive child, that's, that's not an adult, so they get to mock and tease each other. The adults know how to fun with the adaptive children because, you know, it's fun to be with different soul age groups all the time. And that's also because we know that the rainbow and the variety is what makes the world go round. I mean, really, consciousness can't and doesn't expand in the absence of there being different types of people. I mean, really, why are we going philosophical again? Oh, 8 billion people. I forgot. Did I mention differentiated selves? They're all differentiated. Some, though, navigate with the herd. Others are good navigating with their self and then joining in on herds. And that's why we get to have more herds. Our oversoul expands. The people who are diamonds in the rough, it's all of us. Some of us walk around with the chartreuse story of, yeah, we're open-hearted. We're not stupid, but it's okay if you call me stupid because I can be stupid. I can be ignorant. I'm going to be kind about it and open-minded, and I'm not going to insult someone just because they criticized my content and say, huh, that's a demonic spirit that you're channeling because how dare you give unsolicitism criticism you're online you're going to get criticism hello <laughs> did you think you wouldn't and why would you call a person this these are various readers i wonder i turned off comments on purpose so i don't have to engage with the community because otherwise i'd have to engage i need a social media marketer not community ma ma marketer manager and i'm not going to get that because i don't need people to comment we're creating a community we have telegram we have our lovely channels on WhatsApp. We have our masterclass that's going to come up. I plan on our community being a community and not people who have criticism because that's, by the way, like our naysayer, I would expect a person who doesn't like IHP content to not come back. And he didn't. And he gave us value because when he said pseudoscience bullshit, self-help crap, he made me realize, wow, wait a minute, I am pseudoscience though. It's not bullshit because I'm pseudoscience just because I don't do academia the way others do in research labs and whatnot, but bullshit self-help. No, that, that, that's actually not, not nice, but I get it because they must have had, who knows what experience they had. They must have been cheated of their money. They believed in some low self-esteem that I forget. So adaptive children are looking for a magical wand to feel better in their hearts. They don't understand that's the nervous system part of the zero one-year-old, as I was saying. So solo, it's not because you're alone. It's just you know how to regulate your nervous system when it's upset. Oh, I'm good. It's okay. So back to our story, shall we? Because as I was saying, our lovely masculine with their own feminine is the person being their self in this newfound way, thanks to having been able to tap into not only their infinite higher human consciousness potential experience with Claire's, but it is because they saw someone do it first. And by seeing, you can't deny what you see. It's unfortunate, right? Some people, they have to see before they believe, but 
Lo and behold, luckily, we don't need to just see. We have the good trauma experts that are plenty of data points to share with people how to move into secure attachment and become functional adults and not have low self-esteem, but move into healthy self-worth. There you go. Okay, so now that having met people who treat you with dignity and decency, and more than just that, they say your emotions and thoughts count. They count to me. And I don't care about what these people are saying as they try to stick your face in the mud. No, no, here, let me come and be your shoulder. Let me just allow you to see that I'm going to support you no matter what. And we're going to basically stand up in front of a crowd. No, we won't. We don't have to because you don't need that because you're bigger than that because you have a brain that works and a heart that works and a gut that works. And you have seen through grown-up behavior when a person who's already an intuitively speaking Zen master, which is any person who doesn't deny their whole three-year-old heart. So when you say, I'm going to be myself, and it doesn't matter if you like me or not, that's your first step. The next step is I'm going to do it while respecting our differences because, of course, I'm not going to treat you like shit. That's what you're doing to me while I'm trying to just be myself. And so I would be a hypocrite to say, let me be myself and then treat you like shit when you're being yourself. No, you go be you. <laughs> be your nasty ass you. You're not making a flinch inside of me because my worthiness doesn't depend on a person who's a hypocrite, by the way. So we're all diamonds in the rough. Apparently you want to be the only diamond. Uh, that tells me a lot, but you can't erase me. Uh, I'm here. You're trying to, quote unquote, tell me not to be here. That, that can't happen. What can happen is I won't be physically here. Now, that's a different story. Now, you tell me you don't like how I think, how I feel. You tell me you don't like that I'm a 5D mystic. You tell me I'm a devil. and Whatever it is, you, you come and speak those words to me, or however it is, make me understand. You won't see me. Physically, that is. I, I continue to exist within you, and I heard everything that you said to me, all of it, in my ears because I have what's called a ventral vagal state. My three-year-old right here, you didn't break my dreams. You didn't break myself. No, you just told me who you are, two different things. <laughs> you told me you, not me, you. And I'm going to, in fact, after I hear you, respectfully either engage in conversation so that we use our time well or not engage with you at all. It all depends what happens and what we're saying. I won't feel that I'm weird or whatnot, even though I'll probably use the word, oh, yeah, people don't like me, I'm weird. So we all do the whole thing, we're, we're different, right? The, the people in the family, all of that. I remember being a teenager like anybody else and, and using words and then be like, yeah, well, it's not really true. We're all just diamonds in the rough, and that's the beauty. So being awakened to this, it's because of recognizing my family is my karma. But I'm in my dharma now because I learned how to see my three-year-old, my one-year-old, and my fool's journey. It's really just me as a person who can go around doing whatever the fuck I want. No, we follow the rules of the law, and then we have friends that are grown-ups. You're shit. No, you're shit. Nope, we both are. Okay, cool. High five. And that is how you do it. You have no ego-sensitive people. I don't have people that I have to walk on eggshells with and that's because when you're diamond in the rough and you know every other person is, you know exactly how to wield the sword of magic, the sword of truth within your brain, the left mode and the right mode. It's the lovely mental, emotional, and physical mastery. This is the enlightenment, so age replaying, by the way. And when I do Akashic Record readings, I move into the quantum sphere. So yeah, it doesn't happen in the air. It is a very magical experience, but because... 
I'm grounded in 5D, my brain is integrated, my nervous system is in the ventral vagal state, and my default mode network only navigates from there unless I have, and I don't have, people that have physical weapons, so I don't get scared of people. I know people very well, I'm always around them, and actually if my body is out and about and I feel physically threatened, I'm going to listen to it and scurry away and figure out what the fuck just happened, and then I might go back to where I was because I might realize, oh, nothing happened, it was maybe just, and I am, who knows, <laughs> but nothing happened. Okay, I'm going to go back, maybe I had a heartbeat that was too much, you know, who knows. So on that note, that's exactly where people are when they love to be around people. Being able to move away from those who consistently talk you down is not hard once you realize that there are people who will talk to you in a way that is decent because it's about you remembering what our birthright is. All people are mammals. That's the part that humans are not healed and who are recovering by standing with other people and pointing fingers they don't understand. So when I meet people and I look at them in the eyes, I see a whole person. And if they do something that is not nice, it's not going to be not nice to me. It's going to be them and their emotional insecurity. I'm not going to do anything about it. And when I know there are people who behind the scenes, no, I don't know that for a fact. I have hunches. And the hunches are something I don't use personally. So as a channeler and reader, the plan for me is to continue to share with you all those differences of how to notice, are you a grown-up inside or not? So when I know there's envy, jealousy, spite, when I know there are people who are trying to quote-unquote suck up to me, I know it's a hunch. It, for all I know, it's not even true. I'm not going to bother with it. I already know who I'm dealing with. And if there's anything different that has come forth in their journey of life, I'm sure I'll see it. Other than that, I know what's going on in a hunch of a way, and that's all that I need. Okay, that's the part of we feel bad for people who feel afraid of losing people they love. We feel neutral to people who think they can hide shit from us and continue to hide shit from us. And hide is a word that I use because we all have groups of friends, right? Okay, so let's see. How can I share stories? I have plenty of groups of friends, plenty of herds. They're all different. They're all beautiful. If they're securely attached, then I don't need to be addressing anyone who's hiding anything. And I know exactly how many people in my life have hidden on purpose. Exactly is probably a word I shouldn't use because that's probably false. I've met too many people to remember all of <laughs> yeah, I mean, the reality is you're going to only remember, I think, it's just of, of the people that you meet throughout your lifetime. So I'm sure I'm beyond a thousand. You know, I think I have like 500 on Facebook as friends from high school and stuff. So I'm just saying like the reality is I'm 43. I've met not all of 8 billion people. That would probably be, I think, is it impossible? I don't know. I need to go check out statistics. But long story short, there are hunches that we have. And the 5D mystic doesn't give a shit about hunches because it's like gossip. Only the teenagers spend time in this land. We don't want to spend time in a land that is for those who have nothing better to do with their life. Some people want to socialize and do weather talk. Some of us don't care to socialize and do weather talk. That's all. We have different interests. I like to educate myself and to come and do productive 
conversations with those who want to move into secure attachment and live their life. And the diamond in the rough is very beautiful to know of these groups of people being able to harness their clairs, being able to harness their uniqueness, being able to embody finally the three-year-old that never died because they continue to believe in themselves and in love and that their fairy tale and everything, their story could come true, that all that they want is something that they can achieve and that their dream and their doingness is one and in the same and comes together because they believed. And the only reason they didn't get here sooner than later because of that absence of being able to see what it means to believe in yourself in the absence of having other people around you who believe in you. Because this is the difference of the whole three-year-old heart and the diamond in the rough from the perspective of an enlightenment so adrup is that you will see more than others from your crowd or your herd or your community or whatever that seems like a dreamer's dream which means woo-woo and so the woo-woo is because of it being way far-fetched i think is the expression when you can finally meet those who are far-fetched, I've met plenty of them, they're amazing, all of them, they all have human love narrative in their mouth. Every time I get to meet with them, these are all of my schools, these are all of my, my educators and the classmates. Well, not all of the classmates, but all of the educators. The classmates, some of them are pseudo-live and they're 4D, and in fact, they're adaptive children, but that's for, again, their, their, their journey. So. They, in my book, used and wasted time in an area that I felt was uh, disrespectful for me who had spent money. But this is where, again, understanding that some people don't know how to follow rules or instructions for that matter. I learned it as a kid in elementary school, high school, college. Once I got to college, I'm like, what the fuck? How old are you? I know how to follow directions and I'm dumb. What's the deal? Because I definitely don't remember data, so I know that I can forget shit. So I'm like, why are you not able to follow these directions? It's very straightforward. Okay, so when teenagers are in town, they're emotionally immature. It's all about them. And in fact, they project their martyrdom, superiority, or blamer, shame, blame, fault, and revenge, their petty, envy, jealousy, spite, low self-esteem. Indirect communication, they don't know how to actually manage their nervous system in fact they go through i'm going to manipulate words and start blaming you shaming you faulting you and oh you're being spiteful no you are no you are envy this is why we don't do anything with our hunches okay so let me get back to the story when people hide things it's something that we don't make a big deal out of i have buttload of friends in my teenagers that hid shit from me <laughs> and um all i can share a grown-up will not put any person of their oversoul to the side because envy, jealousy, spite, and lo and behold, quote-unquote revenge. I mean, really, there's something, and the only thing that I can think of, well, I mean, if I were that stupid, then I guess I deserve it is what I'm going to say, but I'm not. Therefore, as long as, again, you don't have a physical weapon and I can keep on telling you directly what it is, and how it is that I am, and you respect that, have no reason to get into any of my, you know, so 
I've seen people make up stories of other people, and it's like, if you're that afraid of people, what the fuck are you doing? Why would you even bother allowing them near you? And really, though, I'm thinking you are creating a lot of movie-type scenarios going on. So that people have mistrust, okay, but to go into life continuing to think that the people that you are surrounded by are out to get you, I mean, gosh, seriously, mental health is a serious topic. If you're that afraid, you should just say, look, I think you have this, this, this. I don't know. I don't trust you. I don't want to be around you. I don't know what else to tell you. I'm sorry. That's it. I have no issue telling a person that I don't trust them if I don't trust them. And actually, the thing is, if I don't trust someone, if something's fishy, I don't engage with it. I'll think about it, and I'll be like, oh, that sucks. I, I, don't, I don't trust the energy. But you know what? I don't trust it. So it doesn't matter. I'm not going to address it. The reason is people don't tell you the truth. And so this is why your gut is all you need to follow. So a person, a diamond in a rough, awakens to their gut, recognizes my gut, has always told me shit to be true. I've gotten confirmation. I know the truth. And uh, when we know the truth about the hiding part, okay, so I'm going to end with this one. When I was a teenager, and all of you, I'm sure, who were teenagers, remember us all chit-chatting about everything. Oh, we're going to keep secrets. Yeah, okay. So I learned how to keep secrets, but I also learned that we wouldn't keep all secrets. And some of you are like, oh, no, but then that means, well, I'm gonna, do you want me to lie to you? I'm not going to lie to you. Just tell me. Make sure you tell me. Keep it a secret. I'll keep it a secret. But I might not if you don't tell me. I might accidentally. No, I might share it. So when you grow up, as you grow up, you learn to say this is something only for us to chit-chat about. You also know that that might not be respected. Teenagers get pissy in their pants about it. Grown-ups don't. If it happens, it happens. Of course, I will remember the minute that I will have said this is a secret and you don't keep the secret. Okay, they don't keep secrets. So I will learn that you don't keep a secret. And I will learn how to decide what I want to do about that one moving forward. Okay, on that note, recognizing when a person is part of a group and they're trying to get quote-unquote intel or basically shit's gone down there's a couple of reasons why we leave the hunches alone it's because you will have had experiences where the hunches mean shit <laughs> meaning nothing in remotely a million gazillion years has taken place and that is the beauty of being a grounded in reality grown-up Okay, so with all of my friends throughout the years, I've had hunches, and some of them mean shit, literally. I remember, what was it? Some scenarios that were coming up, and I was like freaking out, quote unquote. I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you know, and then I was like, oh, what? None of it, none of it, none of what you were perceiving inside came to be in any way, shape, or form. And so it's hilarious when you can figure out that what's within you doesn't always match what's going to take place and you just treat it like it is. It means <laughs> that sometimes you're going to be spot on and sometimes not. That's why 4D mystics, they're not really great when it comes to learning that they are a vessel, they're a person, and not everything you pick up on is going to be a truth, period. Now, I want to say 4D mystics, they live in their bandwidth because they've made a conscious choice of what to fill their head with so we're going to leave that one alone. Um, for the ones of us who are 5D mystics, we will pick up on what we think can be something that's going on behind the scenes. 
because of a couple and or more coincidences. But we won't do anything to try and understand because we don't need people to speak up. Silence and the ability to just sit with the unknown is very straightforward because our zero one-year-old isn't looking for our crowd and our community and the people around us to prove to us anything. We don't need them to soothe their nervous system. So we don't need them to be speaking or feeling about us the same way we are speaking or feeling about them. They don't need to do any of that. They get to have the relationship they want with their mouth and us with others and we the same. And that is where it sits and stands. You stick to yourself and how are you going to be yourself? The diamond in the rough is where all of us are this when you're an actual diamond and you're shining yourself because you know that you are just as special as any other person. And that is by being your flawed and perfect human being self with your little quirks and qualities. This is all. It's called a simple life. It's called you being able to actually appreciate what you bring to your family, your loved ones, your community. And like a three-year-old, open-heartedly and spontaneously, when somebody comes with a backhanded comment or envy or jealousy or spite, whatever it is, you, you're not actually picking it up. This is why you, in time, completely in your body are not engaged in interactions with people from a space that is of what I call the teenager area. If, on the other hand, you maintain a teenagerish energy, those are all those other soul age groups. So their self continues to evolve and learn about the self through the interactions. So you get charged with the societal stuff. You get charged with your relationships. You get charged in the fact that you're twin flame and you have a saga or that one is going to be there for you one day or whatever you get charged because society isn't moving somewhere where you think they should be so your charges they stay within the wheel of karma and you do just different type of your hyper vigilance mode because you don't move out of it you don't move out of that mode of i need to be aware i can't trust people i can't trust society i can't trust humanity the human suffering narrative it's the human suffering love narrative so they stay within drama land and it's a unresolved trust break child trauma stuff there's many different uh, degrees of this they're all diamonds in the rough but they don't shine themselves and say look at me I have a right to be me with my humanity and society. They don't trust like a three-year-old does. And the energy is what's different. When I use the words Krishna, Lila, Shiva, and Kali, it's because of knowing what they are like as an embodiment in the energy sphere of my integrated brain and my restorative embodied self of me navigating me, Maria, left and right mode. And describing this to those of you who tune in because the oneness consciousness, Christ consciousness, is about a person who knows how to be their functional adult. This is what I get to learn from people like Daniel Siegel, who teaches about the mind, the brain, and the relationships. And Terry Real, Basil Vanderkolk, Janina Fisher, Stephen Porges, there's um, my lovely Dr. Albert Wong, Sue Martin from Somatopia. The embodied philosophy course with all of the teachers in there, the somatic therapist, the um, movement body therapist, Pat Ogden with sensory motor, Peter Levine, I don't know if I mentioned him, with um, somatic experiencing, and then we have Diane Haller who talks about attachment and trauma, 
bunch of beautiful updated trauma experts, Patrick Tehan. We can have also Patrick McNamara, neuroscience. And so on that note, there is, again, no devil demon that possesses you. There's an embodied brain that works with trauma memory and or charges and your implicit memory and your explicit memory and your first eight years of life. You play them out consistently in a karmic wheel then those 8 to 13, 16, you want to notice your peers have some sort of an effect depending on what you and how you handle this and the engagement of yourself. So if you allow the misalignment, so your heart body, value body, energy body, physical and mental to not align within a heart that is whole and loving, you're going to stay disconnected from your own pure consciousness, purusha, and pure energy, prakriti, unconditional love, and your own inner world of compassion is on when you're using your prefrontal cortex. So when you're able to accept who you are and say, I'm imperfectly imperfect, and that's okay. Terry Rio calls it healthy self-worth. I just call it you unconditionally loving yourself, but Let's use healthy self-worth. You're not superior or inferior. You feel it at the level of the heart and the gut. So the lovely expanding consciousness of those who have moved into true guru-ship of their self are people who will have met securely attached individuals who will have shown them what a masculine-feminine dynamic within yourself looks like. means I'm going to be me. You might be speaking behind my back. You might be doing a lot of things. I will not treat you with any disrespect because you're a person and you're whole and I don't give a shit about what you're doing behind the scenes. I'm not performing. I'm behaving in a way that I am aligned with my integrity. And this is why a person who never lost their three-year-old or their one-year-old and continued to believe in love and intimacy and a depth of emotional beingness plus relationships so they didn't lose hope for love they didn't lose any of that will be able to have grasped what has been presented to them people who on the other hand did not pursue for example trusting and they instead allowed fear to get in the way and so they said no there is no fairy tale there is no intimacy there is no love that is even more fascinating once they awaken out of that it's twofold it's more bittersweet because their hunches will have told them this is a real deal but they will have let fear and peers and others speak in ways that will then have had them say oh no okay i'm lying to myself and because of the doubting oneself it's bittersweet because you are awakened to know i was right the first time around and then i let fear get the best of me and i doubted myself and i then went to people who didn't have me reconsider they actually were just as ignorant and un unaware and just as much into the we're going to tell you how relationships are supposed to look like and that one is not one of them so close-minded people okay so we have at least two different types of dynamics. Remember, I've channeled for you all in the past years, and those two are in both scenarios. These are the masculine aspects of people. When a person has shame and defectiveness, they will doubt their self until they find the compass of their self back. 
and that's why it's easy for them to succumb to fear and have their peers basically say yeah you know what you're not worthy they're not worthy whatever it is and you allow fear to just be what it is in the other scenario what we have is different we have a i believe that i can be who i want to be and i'm going to believe in it and i don't believe in you <laughs> fuck you all so we got a i'm going to stand up for myself type of three-year-old who has a little bit of doubt but not enough to say i don't believe in what i believe in no it's more of i'm going to spite you you fucking little assholes and then your teenage comes around and recognizes you know what my three-year-old is spot on these people are assholes they don't want my best interests. <laughs> i'm gonna fuck with you even more but not in the same way of a person who forgets entirely who they were and again this is not a race by the way or competition when people can awaken to their whole heart is a most beautiful journey back home it's bittersweet because of different types of things that one will become aware of from a toxic family household which will have not supported a child's dignity they will have actually stripped it away the powerless and helplessness will be why a person at first moment will be pissed as fuck with everyone around them the minute they awaken to their worthiness it's going to be like what the hell i want to go and just you know kind of burn everything to the ground <laughs> because i i actually listened and said i'm a piece of shit or whatever it is so there's going to be a moment of anger rage crying all of the mixed emotions and then there's going to be okay now now i can start settling into the truth which is i never was meant to live any of that okay let me you know stay grounded for a minute and just accept what i was awakened to the other hand never gave up on the self and so being given the opportunity to see what it is to be a 5D mystic again with clairs and tapping into your infinite higher human consciousness potential, that enlightenment soul age group material, that's where it's like, okay, so I was spot on. Well, guess what I'm going to do now, now that I know that being myself is something that I can completely do. I can do it better than all of you. And I even got somebody and or more who's going to back up my corner. Well, let me show you, shall I? <laughs> so what this looks like from a whole three-year-old heart is um, for me when I feel those who are here with their wholeness so not with the teenager I'm gonna spite you and uh, there's 4d readers for that by the way so if you're a person who needs to feel that you're vindicated or whatever there's plenty of people out there there's a very different energy and I know that it might not sound different but there's a different energy from inside because when you feel whole you feel it with love and compassion you're in shiva with the awareness in the body that there is not revenge because it's like saying i'm going to hurt myself versus just knowing i'm unhappy with the situation because why would people do this and that's when the trauma information is good to know because it's because people don't have a secure zero one-year-old they don't have secure attachment they don't have a safe haven within their self. They don't know how to self-regulate. They don't know about pseudo-liveness. They don't care to know about it. They don't believe in it. There's a lot of different ways and reasons why people don't move into becoming their functional adults. So on that note, the diamonds in the rough that I'm talking about, they didn't lose touch with their body. That's why their feminine still guides them. And some, they did not listen to their body and they learned a bittersweet lesson. And in both cases though, the journey ahead is I get to show off my quirkiness with all people and be with other people who are quirky just like me and we don't have to 
put and we don't put anybody to the side. We allow ourselves to leave those backhanded comments, the hiding and the, you know, the whispering. We leave it there because we have that group of people and those groups of people, but we also have safely, securely attached people who are really just having a good time together, teasing each other. You're a shit. No, you're a shit. And, and this is the part, like no teenage, oh my God, you made me so upset. So when you meet individuals who are criticizing other readers, they're criticizing uh, spirituality, yoga, they're criticizing trauma experts, anyone who's criticizing in their mouth is a teenager. And they're a person who doesn't understand that we are collective, we work together. So we go and we vote and we do other things. There's no reason for the negativity. As Albert Einstein's quote goes, stay away from negative people. They have a problem for every solution. So we don't have a problem. We have solutions and unconditional love and compassion. That's the diamonds in the rough that are shining and saying, you can all shine too. In fact, let's all turn on those lighters like in the concerts and share that love, forgiveness, compassion, and support. Human evolution, human expansion. It's amazing. We'll be back with more. Have a great day.